Hey everyone, and welcome to the What Now podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. Thank you for being here. I'm so grateful to have all of you listening in and supporting the show today. This is my very first episode of my very first podcast I've ever done. I uh, (laughs) just want to go ahead and get this out of the way that I know this will be awkward and this will not be a high quality production. I I have a full-time job still while in marketing, but uh, I'm not actually a professional content creator. So I appreciate your patience as we navigate this together. Um, I am a true novice here. So I uh, have been trying to get over my imposter syndrome and fear of just trying to get started. Uh, I've been thinking about doing a podcast for a very long time, and I just haven't been able to make it come to fruition. Um, Whether I was just nervous or busy or churning out ideas, but none of them I could get off the ground. So now I'm just kind of going to go for it and and start the What Now podcast. So I thought I could give you an introduction to what I would like the show to be and explain a little bit of where I get my inspiration to start the podcast from. And then we'll get into the key message of the show. So now that I've acknowledged the awkward, let's keep going. So the intention of the What Now podcast is it's just my personal blog. I will admit that over the last few years, I have been struggling mentally and emotionally sometimes. You know, there's definitely um, ebbs and flows about that. And mainly I was feeling a bit uninspired, right? Like I... After COVID hit, as I'm sure many of you know, or felt or dealt with yourselves, your priorities got shifted, right? When the whole world shuts down and you have to reevaluate and sit in the suck or (laughs) sit in silence and get really, really introspective, you start to build your self-awareness skills. And I started to feel right around the end, the mid, mid year of 2022, I was really struggling. I had, uh, I had a 10 year long career in national security and I will save that whole story for another episode. But around that time period, I started to think, you know what, if this is no longer right for me, what do I do? Right. You know, uh, <laughs> What, what am I going to do? And so I made a major career change to fix a lot of things, which again, I'll say for a different episode. And now I've made that career change and I'm starting to feel a little bit stuck again. And I thought that maybe instead of making a drastic decision, I should work through those emotions. And like any millennial who... <laughs> either can't afford therapy or refuses to participate for whatever silly reason, I'm just going to talk it out. So do my own talk therapy and start this podcast. So that's why I called it the, the what now podcast, uh, what now a podcast for the lost and found. Cause right now I might feel a little lost, but I'm hoping that through 
these episodes and talking to you guys, my listeners, my friends, my family, anybody that might want to come on and chat with me, I can figure out what to do. You know, what now? This episode, you know, of course, is just going to be about me and why why I was kind of feeling stuck and why I think the podcast will help me pivot, but, and how to get over your fear of starting something new, right? Make, making a change, making that transition. So that, that's the intention of the show. Uh, each, each episode, I would like it to be a message of hope, but also a message of recognition for something that anybody might be going through, any kind of transition. So I won't restrict the episodes to just things that I have done or things that I have felt, but the situation, right, in and of itself. Something happens to you. You don't really know which way to turn. You're at a, you're either at a crossroads or a five points. Because <laughs> I'm sure some of us have felt like it's not just two choices. There, there's many, many choices. And how do I narrow this down? You know, what now? I'm, I'm lost, right? What now? X, Y, and Z has happened to me, or ABC people are putting pressure in this direction, but I can't figure out whether to listen to them or to listen to myself. What now? So that's, that's what I would like to do here. I have felt lost uh, recently, and it's a very weird and isolating and frustrating feeling for somebody like me who is you know, almost type A to a T, uh, <laughs> or a capital A, I guess. Um, I, once I got to my undergrad, I pretty much had my life kind of figured out about what I was, what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. And I found a way to make that happen. And then once that changed and ended up not turning out the way I thought it would, I hit a brick wall and I'm at the what now part of my life. And I'm not scared, you know, I'm not worried that something won't work out, but the anxiety in me for being a planner and a strategist and an analyst and being able to look at all the options on the table, evaluate every single one of them and then make a decision or consider a decision better um, has been challenged. Right. And, I'd, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. So that's, that's where we're, that's where we're going here. But I would like to give a shout out to some of the other creators and idealists, comedians, you know, people that have inspired me to, to start a podcast, you know, shows that I really like. Uh, so I've been following, um, Desiree Pfeiffer on uh, Instagram and Facebook for a long time. Uh, she's also on YouTube. She goes by Des B. I used her as my online trainer uh, for a while this past year, and she's incredible. And she has the Brunch with Des B, Des B podcast, and I've been listening to that pretty much religiously all through COVID. I also listened to Why Won't You Date Me by Nicole Byer. When I was stuck inside for weeks on end in Philadelphia and I felt so alone, I would listen to her podcast and it made me feel just, you know, better about my whole situation because there was somebody out there who was 
also funny and successful and still questioning her place in the world and why things had not worked out the way that society had told her they were supposed to work out because she had done everything else. And yet here she was not, not married, no kids and couldn't figure out kind of why. And then her quest for answers has led her to a hugely successful platform. So I am inspired by her. I'm also often inspired and deeply tickled by uh, Heather McMahon. She is also an Ole Miss alumna, hottie toddy Heather. She has the Absolutely Not podcast, and I listen to that religiously. I have notifications set as soon as her shows go live. I open them and listen, no matter what I'm doing. I, I try and figure that out. But she started her podcast, or it got picked up, I believe, by Dear Media uh, during COVID, and she has just skyrocketed from there. It's a hilarious show. People call in and give her absolutely nots or absolutely yeses. And then she gets to comment about those people's lives, whether she agrees with them or not. Um, and I've seen her show a couple of times, uh, once in Nashville and once in Atlanta. And I love her. I think she's hilarious. Uh, I can't wait. I'm actually going to go see her again in Tampa later this month with my good friend, Stevie. So I'm very excited for that. It's it's going to be great. I, th I already saw the show in May, but I'm going to go again. <laughs> I love her that much. I think she's that talented. And if you ever see her on the marquee, you should buy tickets. Next, I really also enjoyed listening to the Girls Gotta Eat podcast. I found them during COVID as well. That's hosted by Ashley Hesseltine and Raina Greenberg, these two best friends from New York. And they talk about pretty much very in-depth and very personal stories of their their lives, dating, finances, you know, psychology, relationships, awkward social situations, and what to do when XYZ happens, you know, pretty much anything you could think of. Awkward sex, fun sex. They have comedians that come on that also talk to them about their crazy lives and whatever it is they've got going on. If you're a big fan of Jared Freed, he's on their show very often. But they just inspire me for the friendship. Mostly I have really good girlfriends that I still cherish and love from various walks of life, but I admire how these two women could meet by chance and start a business together and just go all in and fully commit and fully believe in something and have it ultimately change their lives forever. Right. You know, now they, now they do the girls got to eat shows or stupid live shows as they call them. If you can hear that, sorry, that's Dirks and my dog. <laughs> I apologize for the background noise. But um, they do that and they also started their vibes only company. So they have their own uh, sex toy company now uh, with an app that's paired with it. So definitely check them out if you would like to be uh, tantalized and interested in those types of things. And then lastly, I listened to the Give It To Me Straight podcast a lot. And it's hosted by this couple named Alex and John. Um, they are based in LA right now, I believe. And they are a very funny couple. They give the husband and wife perspective of all these crazy scenarios that people call in about. And they ask for, you know, give it to me straight in your advice. This is my situation. What should I do? And it's often very funny. And surprisingly, the two of them don't always agree, but it's nice to be the outsider looking in on a marriage and 
see really good or at least really healthy examples of how two people can either agree or disagree and how they choose to talk that out is inspiring. So I hope to someday have the What Now podcast turn into something that could inspire my listeners as well, or at least encourage them to to go for it or follow through with their gut, you know? So that's that's where I am inspired and in how I got started with, with this idea. But for today's message, I'd like to keep the show kind of short and sweet just because it's my first one, but two, I only had one major theme that kept kind of popping up this past week where I had a few different friends reach out to me and we were, you know, catching up because I hadn't talked to them in a while. And uh, they either helped me talk through things or I helped them talk through things. But a lot of it did surround the, I feel stuck or I feel lost, but what now, you know, how do I, how do I make these changes in my life or how do I stop making the same, same mistakes? Um, how do I figure out what it is I want to do kind of a thing? And to be honest, sometimes you don't know, right? You, you just, the answer, you don't really have an answer, but you just got to go for it. Right. So for example, I had a friend who I cared about dearly, um, was a mentor to me and very supportive of my career in Philadelphia, but also my choice to transition out of that career. And I was catching up with her this past week and we were talking about some relationship changes that she wanted to make, but she was finding it hard to let go, you know, that what do I do now? I, I'm ready to leave my career, but I can't get him to give me a straight answer about, do we move here? Do we, do we live here? Should we start an XYZ adventure? Or, you know, what, what do you want? Do you want to see each other regularly? Or do you want to do this once a month? Where do we go from here? And she kept feeling like she was hitting a wall, but it had been a wall that had been there for, you know, off and on for five years. And I finally told her, you know, you can't keep, you can't keep beating yourself up for going back to something that's familiar, for going back to something that feels, despite being inconsistent, it still feels safe because you know what you can expect and you can expect that person to, unfortunately, not fully commit. And despite knowing that you deserve better and despite knowing that you probably could get a much better life or a better outcome if you just drop them, it's so hard to let go of something that that keeps pulling you back in. And there I'm sure there's a deep psychological explanation, relationship trauma explanation, but I am not a psychiatrist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not certified. So obviously she took my advice for, you know, for what it was worth, you know, with take with a grain of salt. But I told her that she's not alone. You know, she kept thinking, you know, when did I turn into a person that let my life revolve around a man? 
And the the truth is, I told her, everybody's done that at some point, whether you're a man or a woman or same-sex relationship, it it happens. It happens to the best of us. The most rational, emotionally controlled person still falls in love, you know, still wants to be with somebody that doesn't want to be with them. You know, it, it happens or falls for their best friend and you guys can't seem to get out of the, the friend zone loop. But at the end of the day, she can, you know, she would ask like, well, what now? Like, I, I think, you know, if I, if I really was going to do anything, I'd have to completely let it go. You know, I'd have to completely, you know, block, block the situation or, you know, the, the walk away and never, just never return, never open that door again. And I told her, you know what, it's, Obviously, it's up to you at the end of the day. You have to hit your version of rock bottom with somebody or your final straw. And whatever that looks like for you, I will support you through that. But in terms of what now, I don't know. But if deep down you have a desire to be somewhere else and you have a desire to change your career, just go for it. If you're not happy in a situation that you thought should be different by now, it's up to you to control that, right? It's up to you to make that decision. You're not happy in this job? Okay. You have to make time for yourself to reach out to your networks, update your resume, send it out, start doing interviews, start the hustle, right? Like, what is it people say, or there's that, there's that meme or something like that on the internet where it talks about like the best way to boost your self-confidence is to start following through on the promises that you make to yourself, right? Like following through on the goals that you set for yourself, even if they're really small, that's how you build the confidence. That's how you build the consistency. That's how you build the determination to reach whatever that goal is. So I hope that our chat helped her not feel ashamed or silly for being in the situation that she's in now, but hopefully encouraged her that like, just because you're questioning what now, what now, what now, not having an answer is actually okay. You know, (laughs) you'll get there and you'll, you'll be able to just go for it. You'll, you're going to have to take that leap. And if setting that boundary is what needs to happen, then set it, set it, let that person know that you are no longer going to put up with half-ass, you know, mediocre participation, either you're in or you're out. People have said to me before, well, if he wanted to, he would. And I told her a different version. I said, if he won't, then someone else sure as hell will. And if that's the case, that's the case. So I hope that she is no longer scared of what now and instead finds peace with her decisions and decides to just go for it, decides to make a change or reach for her own happiness instead of always someone else's. You know, it's, it's always, it's difficult when you're told that you should be sacrificing for everybody else around you, 
you know, you, you put other people before yourself, having the, the humility and the selflessness. Yes, they are valuable traits and they are good in a truly unconditional relationship, right? A 100%, 100% shared relationship. But the reality is relationships are not always like that, if ever, right? You know? So if you're stuck in a what now situation, oh, my person won't call me back, or we're kind of dating, kind of not, or we've been off and on for, you know, two, three, four, five years, but can never seem to get a complete answer or fully commit or, well, he says that I, he says, or she says that I deserve better. They think that, you know, I should be dating other people, but that they wouldn't want to hear about it because they can't handle it. Or, you know, if you're feeling manipulated by somebody that is indecisive, that's not fair, right? It's already hard enough when you're indecisive about what it is you want to do at this stage in your life, much less trying to manage somebody else's emotions while they're indecisive about being conscientious of your feelings, right? You know, absolutely not. No, 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 no. So I say today for anybody that's either felt like me, where you're unhappy with where you are in your job, and you know that you deserve better, you know that you should be treated better, you have a lot that you want to bring to the table, you have a lot that you believe is valuable as an employee, you don't have to have an answer, but you sure as hell deserve to go for it. If you believe you should be working somewhere else, you believe you want to start your own business, you believe you want to completely switch industries to get a fresh start, do it. It's so scary. It is so, 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 so scary to switch to do something that maybe you've never done before, a new city you've never visited. It, But I think some of the best parts of my life, some of the best lessons I've ever had, some of the best experiences I'm able to walk away with were because I did something scary, were because because I listened to my gut and I walked away from something that was truly not meant for me. It's because I invested in myself that I'm now getting everything that I could have ever wanted, right? So I want that for you too. I, I, want, I want you, my friends, my family, my listeners, I want all of you to get what you want. Even if you're stuck in the what now phase, it will pass. And I beg of you, you just got to go for it. So that's all for today's episode. Please uh, like, subscribe, rate me, leave a review. Let me know what you think. As soon as I can get voicemail information set up or leaving comments, you know, uh, please do so. I would love to hear back from everybody and would love to read some of your feedback here too, or implement it in whatever 
best way that I can as we move forward. But yeah, leave me a voicemail. You can also send me an email at askwhatnowpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send me a message or a question, that's again, I'll put that in the show notes, but askwhatnowpodcast at gmail.com. All right. You guys have a great day and I hope you enjoyed the show and I'll talk to you next week.